0: found you great. Okay, let me call Taz. Okay.
1: exquisite. Uh today we know one thing for sure. Um we know we're in for surprises and what's around the corner, well, we're we're waiting for the joyous birth of renewal, right? You are listening to the International Taz and Paula show and I'm Taz and Paula will be with us in just a moment. And fortunate for us, Sheldon has journeyed, journeyed in physical body and been given exact Earth history by the Galactic Federation from his childhood on and can support us in a linear fashion and moving us in the direction we have never experienced before. As a matter of fact, Sheldon says millennia ago, what is now about to take place was carefully planned and then executed by the dedicated unfolders. Of the Creator's divine plan, and as He has stated many times, it will free us from unending turmoil of the dark and reconnect us with the light. Um, Sheldon says it's now time for this completion. Uh, it is a supreme and sacred moment, and it will be celebrated by us all. Sheldon, welcome back. We can hardly wait to to see how this all unfolds today.
2: Okay, are well, you there? I'm here. I'm here, Tess. I'm here. Thanks for the thanks (laughs) for the intro.
1: I'm sorry. I'm here
0: too. I was just hi Paula. Hi. This is so overwhelming with everybody that called in. It's wonderful.
1: Oh my god! It's great. Well, today we're celebrating the new year with Sheldon Nidle. And Sheldon, what's up for us for the new year?
2: Well, what's up to us, according to what all they have told me, is that we should finally be having the uh, the changes that we've been talking about. They have been saying that. 2012 is going to be a very special year, and so I'm going to just relate that to what they've told me. So I will say that.
0: Well, you give you bring us hope, and and uh, and we love what you have to say because it you know it gives us hope because a lot of people are uh, doom and gloom, but um, you have a lot to say that w- what we have to look forward to. Well, we.
2: What we have to look forward to is really a, a new reality uh, coming up. There should be a lot of uh, events this year that lead us to a new reality. And who knows, maybe even all the events will uh, come into one great event, and we will we will finally have uh, all the changes in the contact that we are supposed to have, which would make me very happy.
1: Well, the the economic and political systems seem to be uh, collapsing here, and is that good news or what's up here?
2: Well, what has been happening ever since 2008 and really before then is that these two major systems that we have, the euro system and the dollar system, have been coming apart. We are now in the midst of a a massive decline of both the dollar and and the euro. We are seeing levels being hit their all-time lows, we are watching all kinds of speculation go on in all kinds of metals like gold and platinum and silver, etc. What all this is simply explaining to the world is that the political system that we have, which is tied into this economic system, is likewise reaching its collapse point. The systems that were set up both politically and economically at the end of World War II for our world are no longer able to, to get the job done, as anybody who has talked about the satisfactions that various electorates in various countries around the world have talked about, this is no longer a a world political system that works. It's a system that's actually falling apart. People are desperately asking for changes and are being met in many cases with uh, military solutions to try to prevent their changes from occurring. These are not working. They are, in the long run, proving that they're not going to be able militarily to stop this. So what is happening? What is happening is a great rise of spirit, people realizing around this entire planet that the reality that they now know no longer works, whether it's economically, socially, or in any other way, culturally. What we have because of this are people asking various very difficult and serious questions, which is, how do we replace this system? What kind of potential alternatives exist out there? And if they do exist out there, do they really have the capabilities of what they're promising to do to actually bring it to a reality? So this is what is going on on this planet right now. There is a vast shift going on. I like to call it the spiritual, political, economic, and cultural, social shift. And this cultural change is happening because of a great increase in spirit on this planet. Everyone on this planet, as they go inside intuitively and look around at their world, look around at where they sit, look around at where they want to go, are dissatisfied with what is going on and want something new, something different. This is something that various governments around this planet have seen happening and are attempting in their own ways to change. Many systems, though, like for instance the United States or England, are attempting to maintain a system that is no longer working. And the result is we are facing uh, monetary shortages, a political system that can no longer deliver the goods, so to speak, to its people. The same is happening in countries that once were near dictatorships, where the people have risen up, thrown out the dictators, or are threatening to throw out the dictators, and are asking deeply inside their hearts for freedom – Freedom is really the word of the last two years. It is a word about not only being free of a tyranny, but being free of want. People on this planet realize that there exists in this world enough wealth, enough materials, enough things that are used to put a life together that should give everyone on this planet a life that is not in poverty, a life that is not barely sustainable but a life that is above sustenance, a life that is actually plentiful, that allows every one of us to use our abilities and our interactions with one another, not to just survive, but to actually create greater and greater things that bring the spiritual aspects of who and what we really are to the fore. And this is something that has been going on in earnest. Of course, we all saw the so-called Arab Spring of last year, that caused the rise of various movements that led to the fall of the governments of libya and tunisia and egypt for example and are now on the verge of leading to the fall of the government of syria so what is happening is that is going on but at the same time while people are asking for freedom and a new change in government there's an economic crisis going on this crisis has caused a a massive problem in all parts of southern europe especially in greece to a a secondary extent in Spain and Italy, and have also led at the same time to vast problems with debt to the Irish government. So what we had around this world was Europe was in a vast problem of trying to figure out how it could possibly continue on economically. The same thing is going on in North America. Both Canada and the United States are reaching out to find new ways to economically sustain their economies. The American economy, the Canadian economy are falling right now. We're in free fall. There are lots of problems going on. The thing that has been happening here is, of course, if you get into all the negatives, is the lack of services, the retrenchment on all parts of government with services, the fall of huge amounts of money that used to be used to for police and fire, et cetera, and education, All of this falling away, but actually in this world there is enough wealth that all this should not happen. So what we need to understand is there is a movement going on in this planet that says we do not need at any point at any time to keep this old political system going. Let's create a new political system and a new economic system that allows for this abundance we've been talking about, this degree above sustenance to exist. And it does exist out there. It just needs to be manifested. One of the things that has occurred in the last year is that the Irish gover- government has gone, has gone forth and brought suit in, in international court for the whole nature of how is this dead system that the West is based upon really? Is it relevant? Is it real? Or is it just plain fraud and counterfeit? So what has been happening here is that there has been a massive degree of interaction over these cases. And the initial looks from all of it appears that the, uh, the Irish case is being proven. There are other people around the world, uh, the so-called BRIC nations, which is basically Brazil, Russia, India, and China, that have been coming together to create a new economic system, to say that this present system is not only falling apart and failing, as the Irish and the Greek situations clearly demonstrate, and also politically as all the various things going on in, in at North Africa and the Middle East. So what we need is a new system. And they have been saying, well, let's look around and see how can we create a system that first of all gets rid of the present system, which the so-called and Oaks Treaty that was created in 1944, and gets, let's get a new basic system in play that allows for all of this to go forth. So what has been happening is there have been a number of incidents involving both this in this country and other parts around the world, both politically and militarily, that have allowed for certain things to move forward in this world. And so we have an economic system that is beginning, that is in its very beginning stages, but that can be moved forward. And the other thing that we have is a new political system that is taking shape as the non-aligned nations of the world come together, to create a new international system based more on cooperation than on the concept of using one's military to get one's way. So this is what is happening right now. It's all in its nascent points, but it is all growing fast and becoming into reality and into manifestation.
1: Hmm. Wow. Uh, On Sunday, you had a webinar, Sheldon, and you spoke about the physical grids of our planet and that they're changing. And um, a a while back, I also heard Drumblo Melchizedek speak about this. And he gave a brief example. And um, uh, on the screen, you actually showed a planet and then many, many ley lines and grid lines on the planet. Um, And this, this picture is... I've seen it before, but it brings to the format for me the the grid system that's on the outside of the planet, and I me- I remember Drumblow saying that speaking about eons ago when the dinosaurs were here and everything, that outside grid system of our planet had changed, and um, and when it had changed that the larger animals. Um, were no longer able to be on the planet because it didn't house their their particular structure. And now our human bodies are also changing. And I'm thinking, okay, this grid planet on the outside of, you know, the grid of our planet is changing as well. And th- does this help our bodies to change more easily as well when that grid system is changing in particular for us?
2: Right. Well, what we are going from is a 7 chakra to a 13 chakra fully conscious body system. Okay. So our planet is mirroring this. We have a fundamental 12 system, in other words, twelve a 12-sided structure, a 12-sided grid that has been superimposed upon a 20-sided grid. And so the res- result of this system is that it is created a very complex grid system that is based upon the utilization of 12 to create 144 m- minor grids, and also at the same time, those 144 minor grids are tied into a 64 system, which you see in the I Ching, which also our, our DNA is tied into. So what is happening is we are creating what I like to call the new life fractals of our reality. We are changing how our system is put together. We are putting in new values. As this happens, what we begin to see is that new energies that are tied into this new fractal reality grid begin coming in. So we also then need to change to mirror that system and to be able to live within it. So the first part of that is to switch our system from being a seven-grid system, in other words, seven chakras, to one of 13, in which the top two are really kind of sitting in the world between the spiritual and the physical. Just hold on uh, a quick minute here.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Just had to get a quick drink of water. Sorry there. So no problem. So what is happening here is that our system then is moving toward this thirteen system to mirror this shift we just talked about of how our grids are moving. As they move, they increase their their base frequencies. They move it upward toward 13, which is the sacred number. 13 is not actually a number of bad luck. It's actually the sacred number of how life is put together. Just excuse me for a second. <clears throat> so what is what is happening here is that we are actually mirroring the change of how the fully conscious physicality operates. So as a result... We are changing. The planet is changing. As we change, the solar system is also changing to mirror how our planet shifts and how the sun is shifting. So what we're having actually is an entire shift in our solar system on all its planets and the sun, and then those living on it, namely ourselves, are shifting likewise. Now the shift also means that we are changing how we absorb our energy fields, how we interact with one another, and we begin then to discover just exactly how unified we are, that as a fully conscious being, when we achieve that, we're actually going to be two people in one. We're going to be a collective, and we're going to be an individuated version of that collective. So we exist on these two levels at the same time. We're also going to be unifying the physical level and the spiritual level. So they're no longer, this is that thing and the other thing is the other thing it's just one whole thing which is the energy and spiritual energy of life we no longer have any veil which says that there are differentiations so as a result of all of that as we move toward one being more unified being two seeing ourselves as a collective unified being we begin to see the importance of spirit that there is indeed a divine plan and that we have a position, a place in bringing that forth and unfolding it. So that's what has happened to us all right now. So the thing we are noticing more and more is that the old limited conscious concepts of economy, government, and our social cultural programming no longer works for us. We begin intuitively to see that we need something different, something richer, something fuller, something able to give us more information Something that will allow us to interact with one another in a more free and open manner. So that is so. If you look at the world around right now, you see that the old systems are not working. People are looking desperately to find new system that meets the criteria of what we've just been describing. So what is happening is there are nations in this world, the non-aligned nations, that have always been downtrodden upon who do not feel an allegiance to this system as it now exists. They see themselves as victims. They want to end that victimhood. They want to become part of a unified field of nationhood on this planet. The other thing that's happening is that the economic system has always been limited in the amount of monies it can create, and that the point of origin of creating that money has always been this special group at the top. That group at the top is now seeing that its degree of power, its ability to control and take charge, is lessening because how it used to do it was with a military or a consciousness intervention that allowed them to stay in charge. That intervention on many different levels is no longer working because all the people together on this world are beginning to see, most importantly, that they are Part of a greater whole, and that they that each one of them has the right, certain basic rights, sovereignty, and that these rights these sovereignty can only come with freedom and so the key word, as I said at the beginning in this whole reality right now is freedom. We are moving toward a massive need by that is one by everyone on this planet to have free and complete and open and sustainable life. they do not wish to be held back, they do not wish to allow the resources on this planet to be delved up and divided up by people who have no concern whatsoever for what they are about, and they do no longer want to be able to look at a military solution as the only way of solving these problems. They see there needs to be something else. Now, as part of the divine plan to unfold what now needs to happen on this planet, they have brought in what I like to call the galactic option. What that simply means is there needs to be a higher level of final choice that allows the majority to tell the the vast, powerful minority that its basic way of looking at the world is no longer not relevant, not only no longer relevant, but no longer has the ability to suppress the rest. So the, the result of all of this is that they are beginning to see this They are testing the waters, so to speak. One of the things they've been trying to do for the last year is create a massive disaster, a war, of international and worldwide complications, the so-called World War III option, and it hasn't happened yet. And, And I feel very deeply because of what is going on with the galactic option, it will never happen. So what is going on? Next month... All the banks in the world need to, because it's the start of the new year, need to make restitution to one another. There's going to be a banking bloodbath. Another thing that's happening is with central banks, same thing. So what is happening on this planet right now is economically, we are on the verge of a massive economic collapse. Now that needs to be changed. This is where the galactic option and those tied in, to the Ascendant Masters with the so-called what I like to call sacred-secret societies are doing right now. There needs to be alternatives in play to allow when all these disasters happen in January and February to allow for a new world to come forth, to have it happen as easily and with a minimum amount of catastrophe as possible. This is now all shaping up. We see a world right now where International courts are basically getting ready to say, as they've already preliminarily indicated, to say that the basic economic system that runs this planet, namely the Dumbarton-Oak system and all all its uh, aspects, is no longer viable and that the banking system that was built up under it is fraud. That means that we can then have a clearing out of the first major part of creating a new economic system – which is to level the debt problem, which means we basically forgive internationally and locally debt. The second thing that has to happen is a new banking system has to be created. That has already been in the works. There's a thing called Basel III, which has high degrees of transparency in it and and limits and pretty well prevents a lot of the hanky-panky that has been going on in international banking for centuries. The other thing that's happening is politically – this system has reached a point where it is no longer really mirroring what the governance that it's supposed to have is doing. In other words, constitutionally, these governments are not kosher. In other words, they are not living up to what the documents that the people and themselves made long ago to make their governments and their power be relevant. That is no longer happening. So we are now at the verge where the legal relevance of government and the economic power of the economic system are fading away. So what is about to happen on this planet is a grand change. It's a grand change not only in consciousness, which is inevitable and is rolling along in this world, but it's a change in government, and it's a change economically. And it also indirectly will lead to social economic change, because a lot of things that are taken for granted in various societies around the world are going to be looked at in a new way based upon the... High level of transparency. In other words, the agrees, the agreements to look at information and history that before has either been shoved under the table or basically not been made available. All of this is now happening. You also have in science uh, the similar type of thinking. A whole new paradigm in science is occurring right now. So, what we see is a basic change in how our system goes on in all levels, economically, politically and also socially, economically, scientifically, and etc. We are seeing a massive change, a whole new reality being brought forth to this world. And on top of that, we have the galactic aspect, which is we are being told we are no longer alone, we are not unique, there are a whole bunch of basic assumptions that our societies are based on that now have to be looked at again, have to be re-examined, and have to be changed as necessary. So all of this is, we have now reached the point of great change. So in many ways, we could say, as the minds have said, this is the end of time. This is the end of this long period of time that we've gone through. It's time for a great change. And that's really what the mind thing is all about. It's saying that time, which is actually experienced by all of us, is about to be experienced by all of us in a brand new way. And 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 the things we've been talking about are the basic fundamental points that are going to be changed right now. So we are in the midst of a giant, incredibly enormous, planetary, silent revolution, which is going to change not only ourselves, but everything around us that we take for granted as being, this is what our society, this is what the economics or the political aspects of our society are all about. It's all going about to be shifted and changed.
0: Now, there is a caller uh, that had a question for you. It's on a mundane level. She said uh, she's been thinking about buying a home. Should she put everything on um, halt until this change takes place, or should we just go on as, as normal?
2: Go inside. Tell her to go inside and feel what feels right. I mean, really examine, go on an inner journey and examine what you feel is right. I can't tell you I can't tell you anything because you can't look at this with your head you have to look at this with your heart you have to say intuitively this is the moment that has been created by my life contract to do this if it's not say this is not the time and then act accordingly don't use your head right now use your heart go inside go on a journey to understand what is right with the environment you're living around in and what is not, and what changes need to be made, and then do it. I'm not going to really do any kind of pronouncements here. I'm just going to say that.
0: Thank you.
1: Okay, <clears throat> Sheldon. Let me just um, touch, I'll let people know. I kind of touched base with you um, about a week ago, and and this morning, and we. Uh, I, what I found was someone had emailed me. That there were two moons that were sighted in Australia, and um, I, I just you know I always think of photo, Photoshop being done on uh, when they have pictures out, and so I really wanted to know if this was really a real picture, and um, and uh, you actually said it was, and um, but that there were other circumstances so would you please just kind of describe a little bit and um because there were two moons there was a two moon system in the past and um uh, so and and you seem to think we'll be going back to that so can you just kind of talk about that briefly
2: well what that was that was just a a phenomenon it's a planetoid i'm not going to go into orbits and when these things were cited last time and all that, what well, we're just going to tell people is, yes, that happened. It was part of it was a planetoid which are there are large asteroids or or planetoids as they're called, that exist in clusters all around our planet and throughout the solar system, and they have to exist many of them in very specific orbits when they come into reaction with our moon and our on our earth here our our own planet from time to time. And that's just all that that was right now. That's all I'm going to really talk about. I'm not going to get into the other things, uh, science, et cetera, of it. What is needed is to just know that that happened. And secondly, as you said, uh, one time in in the distant past of this planet, when Lemuria was up, we had, because we were a fully conscious world, we had two moons. These moons were roughly around 180 degrees apart from one another. They were used at various times to either... uh, sink the continent of Lemuria, and later indirectly the Atlanteans created a situation where they sunk themselves, and that got rid of the two moons. They wound up crashing into the Earth, and during the course of all of this, when Lemuria went down to keep the two planets up, they, they brought in an artificial moon from former times. I'm not going to get into the history of that moon, but anyway, that's the moon that's going around our planet every, every day that we see at night and at times in the early morning or late evening. So what we have right now is a system that is moving back toward being a two-moon system and as our planet is moving back to being a fully conscious world. This world needs to be reunified. Right now we have a 3D reality on the surface and a 5D inner reality. Because of that, there's all kinds of, of... Lines of of declination of demarcation between the gravity fields of the inner Earth and the gravity fields of the outer Earth, the surface world. There's all kinds of strange phenomena that cannot be quite created uh, properly by science to look at it and see what's going on in the atmosphere, etc. Once we can reunify this world, all that particular problems will go away what is needed for us to understand right now the most importantly understand is that we are in a shift that this shift is a physical shift it's a consciousness shift and it's a shift that will allow us to move from being beings that are largely isolated from the other intelligent beings in this in this vast universe to ones who are in daily contact with them and who have a complete and total understanding of exactly how the universe got put together and where it's going. What is the divine plan and how does it unfold? That's where we're going. We were once there. We, we've gone into a side so showed journey of limited consciousness. We've learned a lot of wisdoms. We're now going to use those wisdoms when we become fully conscious again to make this entire reality that we now see that will then be fully conscious, to make it a better reality and allow ourselves to play a part in unfolding the divine plan throughout the rest of physicality. So that's our future mission. Our present mission is just to go through this shift as best as each one of us can, knowing there are beings in heaven and beings that are part of our physical space family that are here to help us move through that, and that we should never feel alone or upset or in fear about any of the various phenomena that that are happening and will be happening around our planet.
1: Well, I just thought it. it was rather interesting when, when um, you know, uh, quite a while ago, I realized that our moon was was um, a base. But um, I just never—I I mean, I realized that we created this base artificially, and it's pretty amazing to me that this that this moon does all that it does. I mean, it it, it it was it's been given a resonance a resonance pattern that mimics the real moon uh, and to think that this is also done in other planets throughout the universe is just incredible to me. It just literally takes me back <coughs> to my chair and I just i you know what i mean i'm thankful for that this, this happening of course being that the real moons were were um, implemented to the earth itself uh eons ago. And um I, I mean this is just such a huge way to look at things and how our creator has worked with our world. I mean, it's really, you know, it's it's magnificent and yet it's you know, it's really an awe situation here.
3: I mean looking at this.
0: Um uh. We have a I don't mean to interrupt you, Tass, but we have a caller online that has a comment for Sheldon. Sure, go ahead,
3: hi, Sheldon. This is Nanda. I just wanted to say again, everything I've heard from you from when I first read your book years ago till now makes so much sense, and I just appreciate it so much and I have a question um regarding Misara and the fundings. And also healing. I remember uh, how you were healed so much in your childhood um, by the galactic family. And I'm wondering, is that available to us now?
2: Uh, Healings are available to us. It depends on how that fits in with your life contract. Uh, They follow that very closely. They do those things that are part of unfolding the life contract. So you have a very, everybody, not just myself, not just you, but everybody has a very, concise and very complex contract that is really more, it's more like based in energy than in words per se, but it's events. And so we have certain events that are supposed to happen during certain times, and so we just live out our life. And if at certain points in that frame, if we're meant to be healed exactly, then that's what happens.
3: Can we ask for them to come and work with us, if we feel like we have more to do here.
2: Sure, they are out there to be in divine service, each and every one of us.
3: And anything about the fundings and the Nasara being... Announced? All I can
2: say is they are, they are close, and leave it at that. Okay, I'm not given any specifics other than that myself, so I'm relaying to you what I've been told. So <laughs> I don't have any special points other than I ask for things, and that's basically what i'm said because they said dates are are part of the need to be secret so i just have to go with that even though i would love to have had happened uh, yesterday or settle for it happening tomorrow but i just have to i just have to go with that just know it's it's close they are working very hard according to how to unfold this properly and divinely to make it all happen so all of us get the reality that we are we are to have one so more just, question just, so about hold the
3: photon belt and the three days of darkness—is that still something we're going to experience?
2: Uh, no, no, we're not. Okay, that has all been changed.
0: All right. All right. Thank you, caller. And there's a um, another caller wanted to know if the way we have currency now will that change?
2: If the way we have what?
0: Our currency. I mean everyone's the,
2: uh, the currency will will definitely change to the new uh, currency systems. So uh we'll find out about that when the announcements are made. Okay.
1: okay. Okay, I and uh let me just continue here. I uh the last webinar you had was really great and <laughs> if people to get a chance you need to to really go to Sheldon's website, it's PAO dot com. And um and really check it out. They have upcoming webinars every um, every month. And there was it got me curious because you've talked about this several times. You talk about the the South Pole is moving inward and the North Pole is spreading to the outside. So our planet itself is changing. And my comment. Um, would like to include here is this being observed by our scientists at this time, and if so, are they shocked about it, or what's you know what's really happening? Can they really tell that this is this, that this is in the works?
2: Well, what they are talking about mainly right now is uh, they call it the polar shift, where the North Pole becomes the South Pole and the South Pole becomes the North Pole. But they've also noticed as part of this shift that the North Pole is moving southward and that the uh, the North Pole is moving northward but mainly is moving inward. And this is one of the things that they discovered in phenomenon in the late 90s was, and have continued to see at Antarctica is that the Southern Pole is actually moving inward more than just moving along the, the southern region. So there has to be something to change because when there's a shift, and I'm just saying this shift is a shift not from a shift in polarity, but a shift in moving from a bipolar reality to a monopolar reality, in other words, one pole on the outside, one pole on the inside, is simply the fact that the fields of the Earth, gravity, etc., where you measure the magnetic field of the Earth, is massively declining, continues to weaken every day. It's reaching levels where they know that such a shift has to happen pretty soon. So we are we are at the verge of that, which is just another sign of the great changes happening to our planet as well as the entire solar system. Everything that is happening to us is being mirrored by all the events happening on Mars, happening on Venus, and happening in all the other major planets throughout our solar system. So we are now seeing massive activity in, on Venus. We're seeing... Uh, climate change and other things similar what's happening on Earth, on Mars. We are seeing vast changes in the magnetic fields on Jupiter and on Saturn and on all the other planets. So is science seeing that this particular reality is, is shifting into something else? Yes. Can they explain it in some way that sounds not strange to them? Because they do not want to admit yet the massive people who run the mainstream of science that there is indeed a shift going on. So they are attempting to come up with answers that look good to them that the average person, because they don't have a background in science as great as they may have, uh, will accept. But in reality, if you really start looking into these things, you start seeing that the various things they come up with as answers to what's going on do not really hold. So. I would have to continue to say with what I've been said and told by the Galactics is where I will continue to say what is going on because there's too many anomalies associated with these changes to say that what is happening is the same as what happened in, in the past.
0: Okay, Sheldon, we have a, another caller that has a question. Uh, caller on 628, you're on uh, live with Sheldon. Thank you so much. Mr. Sheldon Needle, thank you so much
1: for all your work. We love you. Um, the question is, at which point uh, do you think that or have you been told that we are going to be uh, put in the metamorphosis chambers?
2: Well, that will be, of course, after we have contact, after government changes and all that particular aspects of the scenario that I've talked about have happened. That's the okay. last basic stage. So that could, with everything, what where to go as on the maximum level of change, maybe, maybe in a couple of years or less we'll we'll have it.
3: Okay.
1: Thank you. Sheldon, I actually had a couple of emails um last evening that came in when they realized that we were going to be on air. And um a gentleman asked, he said, Could you please explain how we are to go into the inner earth? Does our physical body actually go or are we changed in some other energy into some other energy for this transition?
2: Well, because the change has to be monitored physically, it requires that you have a device, a living device that allows for those people who are doing the monitoring, both uh, people that are spiritual people, in other words, angelics, as well as as, as well as those that are physical, physical angels, in other words, our space family, to come together in a place, which is where this chamber would be located in inner Earth, and actually do the final metamorphosis of us into fully conscious beings. It's a very complex and very tricky process that has to be done by those that have full access to the spiritual and physical aspects of who and what we are, which is what they're doing. So it has to happen in a place that allows all of them to come together and do this. So this is the last, really, stage of it, and you have to go there physically. So they will either uh, teleport you down to that device or, or... Bring you down in the ship to where you have been assigned for this to happen, and then, then that final stage, that final step will occur. So that's so it, we will do it physically. It's just for the answer.
0: Uh, we have another so caller. has everyone, a question. Well, uh, it's okay, not. Let me, Paula,
1: okay. Paula, let me just ask this one more question. Okay. So will everyone on Earth go through the light chamber simultaneously for transformation?
2: Um, right. You wanted to know. Okay. It's going to occur during the time frame when we're off the planetary surface so that the planetary surface can be changed the way uh, Gaia, Mother Earth, wants to have it changed. There's so much incredible and quick events that will happen, you know, like monstrous-sized earthquakes, maybe 11 or 12 or something like that, uh, 1,000 to 5,000-foot-high tsunamis, Uh all kinds of things, uh, mountains rising and falling, uh lakes going up and down disappearing, oceans traveling size, continents coming up. Um it's not a place it's not a place where you can uh exist. It's just too many uh terrific things uh physically happening for you to to be on the planet.
0: Okay. Caller on nine one eight uh you, go ahead with your question. Hi, Sheldon. Thanks for being here today. Uh, I live in Mount Shasta, California, and I was wondering about Telos and also just what you're talking about now when we're transported to inner Earth for all the Earth changes. How does that relate to the new governments and the new world that we're creating? Are we going to come back back out to the Earth after the, all these transformations and live on, a, on the outer surface again?
2: Uh Basically, as I've also been saying, when you become a fully conscious being, you see yourself as as being a person who is part of unfolding of the divine plan for every planet and every aspect of physicality that exists. Your your task is not to rebuild uh, cities and places where they shouldn't have been in the first place, which is on the surface of our planet. You'll be... And in Earth, they have special zones in throughout inner earth that are designed for where people can live, which does not interfere at all with the natural ecosystems of inner earth as well as the outer planet. So we'll be coming back except for doing certain ceremonies to help maintain the planet. No.
0: Thanks.
2: Thank you.
1: And here's another question that I got Um Will Iran close strait of Hamug oil route, um, And that's something that's taking place at the moment. Is there any ramifications of that?
2: Well, what's happening is both sides are, are throwing swords at one another, so to speak. They're rattling sabers. This has happened before in the history of the world. Uh, as for the straits actually being closed, no, it's not going to happen. It would start a world war. It's not permitted to start a world war right now. Basically, about 60% or more of all the oil in the world passes through those straits every day. If you try to close it down, think of the amount of navies and powers that would be required to do this. Uh, It's just not going to happen. No. It's just saber-rattling. That's all it is. Don't get upset about it. (laughs)
4: Okay.
0: Uh, We have another caller. Uh, Go ahead with your question.
4: Hi, Sheldon. Thanks for being on the call. Sure. And um, I was wondering if uh, you have knowledge of – there's many people that think that the Maitreya Buddha has come back into incarnation, and I was wondering if you have any knowledge of that. And if so, uh, what would a high spiritual being, being back in incarnation, uh, add to this whole plan?
3: So.
2: Well, well, what is happening right now as far as the ascendant masters go? They are in, they are incarnating in their own physical bodies when they wish, and they're turning back into spiritual beings through using their own light bodies when they need to. Uh, that's all I know about. And they've said there there is no need right now for a quote unquote uh, a great spiritual being to come forth and teach in this present reality before the changes occur so i don't really see that happening there are many beings on this planet right now who are in touch with ascended masters who use the energies of those ascended masters to create new and wondrous and amazing things and there are many beings acting under the aegis of these various ascended masters that are preparing these new economic and political systems so all of that is about to come forth and so when that all happens, the ascended Masters will show themselves up in and, and, uh, and physical beings and beingness, and we will interact with them.
4: Can I ask you one more question? Sure. Yeah, and that is, um, okay, so we're going to be, uh, it sounds like we're, it, it just kind of go over this one more time, um, we're going to be taken off the earth, and then we're going to be, uh, be uh, sent into the inner earth for our final metamorphosis. And does this, is this really going to include, you know, as many human beings as possible? I mean, like seven billion? Everybody. Yeah, everybody.
2: Everybody gets to come. Okay. This is about everybody. We are all one great, unified, living form. And we're also, at the same time, when we especially will notice this when we become fully conscious, we're also an individuated form. So we can go between the individuated form and our collective selves very easily. It's almost, to a fully conscious being it's almost like opening and closing door in a room they don't really they don't really see it as any great uh, amazing uh thing that they're doing they just see it as part of a normal process just as which would be amazing to us they can go into a light body and take off and be let's say uh some part at some place a thousand light years away in a flash of an eye so uh that's no big thing. It will, we'll be able to do all those things, too, because we are all part of this great collective. That's why they're here. They're here to reconnect with who we are and, and be mentors for us and allow us to become what they are, which is these incredible, what well, I like to call physical angels, these great beings of light.
4: Excellent. But we're, we're that's going to be a process for us, right? We're not going to just be
2: a It's a training. A great,
4: it's a it's training. A training. Yeah,
2: it's exactly. a training. Once you understand what you are... And are able to realize your potential. And when you become fully conscious, you have that capability. You can do those things that are part of that particular episode in your life of your life contract for that period. And so, enjoy it because it's, as they like to say to me, the most amazing and joyful thing is about to happen to us, and we are all very close to that right now.
4: Excellent. Thank you. Sure. Taz.
1: Well, it looks like we're just about. Well, ready. we
0: can we can go five minutes after because we got we started late. We can go five minutes after.
1: Okay. Do we have um, any, any other people that are on the uh, mixing board, Paula? That need a okay. uh, question? Okay. Let me.
0: Uh, uh, yes, we have a lot. Uh, Four nine two number. Hello. Let me. Hello. Do you have a, que- do you have a question for Sheldon? Yes, I do, Sheldon. Thank you so much for your contribution. Um, I have heard from Analia Benz and others that Gaia has already split into the ones who are moving on to Ascension and the ones who are staying back in a 3D experience. Can you comment on that, please?
2: I just will say one thing that I just said to the last lady. We are all going and we are all changing. We are in oneness. This is not about duality this is about oneness. And with that, I shall say, I have said what I need to say. It's all about being one in your heart. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's um, what we need to start thinking. Of. <laughs> I mean, it's shifting from us being individual to being oneness. Right. Okay, I have another caller. Let me see. Let
2: me just... Caller
0: on seven nine seven. 6800. Hello?
1: You are listening to 91.5 FM. TKU, 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 TKU. Caller?
0: Did you have a question for Sheldon? 797? I guess not. Hold on.
1: Just so um, people know, Pao, uh, Sheldon's website is Pao Web, paoweb.com and um
0: I was going to ask about the question and answers. He does. People can ask questions. Is that correct?
2: Right, right, yeah. When I get to the finishing of the lecture and the webinar, I have a Q and A part. Exactly.
0: And I found that very interesting. And in the, there's, all, uh, there seems to be a vibration in your writings that comes through. Um, is that true?
2: Well, everything that they do, is not. when I write whatever I I am told to write, I take dictation. Uh, There is energies with everything that they do, how they set up the words, how they set up the patterns. And so as a result, yes, I'd say there is definitely a vibration. What they are trying to do is communicate to us, not just by reading it or saying it aloud, but on many different levels, which are both uh, seen and unseen, to allow us to use that information for creating a new reality.
0: Uh, That's true in books also. I mean, I've read certain books. and yes. Well, do you have a last um, comment for everyone out there?
2: Sure. Let me just conclude by just saying two things. One, know deep in your hearts, which you can all feel, that the energies for integrating all of us into the great oneness that we are all meant to be is there. Everybody feels it. That's what the freedom we were talking about at the beginning is all about. And secondly, just know that we are not alone, that both spiritually and physically we have around us helpers and mentors which are going to allow all of us to achieve the great and wondrous goal that we are here to do right now, which is to become fully conscious again. And so just know all of that. Be in hope. Be in joy and use that energy that is you and all of us together collectively to help create, to focus upon and help create this new reality that we all want and that I've been talking about for a while.
0: And when is your next webinar?
2: It will be sometime in January. We're right now in the process of formulating it. We haven't gotten down to the specifics yet of picking a date, but I'm sure... Whether it's uh, this Tuesday or next Tuesday, uh, we'll have the uh, pertinent information on the uh, on our website. And for those that don't know what it is, it's www.paoweb.com so that you can then do it, get the information, and we love to have as many people participate in this as 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 is divinely possible for all of us to do. Because I really. Want to impart this information not just to a few people on the planet, but to as many as can possibly be reached.
0: So people can just hop onto your website and uh, right and schedule. right in the,
2: and all it costs for the, to do it is just a mere fifteen bucks. So just know that.
0: Okay, well we thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, don't forget to check out his books. I mean, he has incredible books that are. That are available and um, DVDs and CDs that can really support you in, in learning a lot more. And um, Sheldon, thank you. It's been a real blessing having you with us.
2: Right. I want to thank you, Taz and Paula, for, for having us, for having me on the show, having us, because <laughs> all the people around me of having of having uh, having on on the show and allowing and allowing us to uh, to talk to people and. And impart some more of the knowledge that they give me to to everybody. So thank you once again for having me on the show, and hopefully we'll talk again soon.
0: We will for sure.
2: Okay, well then, just have a great afternoon, all of you.
0: You too. Bye-bye.
2: Right. Bye bye.
0: Well, um, we'll put on another show pretty soon. Okay.
1: okay. We need to let people know you're listening to 91.5 FM, KKUP Cupertino. And um, Embracing Mother Earth is the name of our program. And Paula, what do we have up
0: next? Well, we're going to have uh, wow. Robert Dancy Dance up next, but um, I just want to let everybody know that they can communicate with us through Twitter if they would like. Um, it's just uh, www.twitter.com and backslash Taz and Paula. So join our Twitter and put on comments and ask questions, and we'll be checking in on our Twitter. And our website is www.tazandpaulashow.com. So be sure to do that and um, look up, you know, on our website we, we have our upcoming guests and our past guests. And on each guest there's a recording of the shows that you can listen to again. So, Taz, I will uh, go ahead and uh, put on our next show.